Hey, hey, hey. I'm just a life coach with a podcast, which you can just call me Jane Nicole. This podcast is mostly about the random things that I call life, with a sprinkle of affirmations, a few things to keep you inspired, and a whole lot of testimonials, but so much more. And they're all from real life situations and happenings. Most of the time, they're through my perspective, but I guarantee you'll understand where I'm coming from. So I hope that you will come, sit a spell, feel better than when you arrived, but most importantly, stick around to like and subscribe. I'll be here on a bi-weekly basis to help you stay focused, driven, following your purpose, but most importantly, to smile. Thank you again for joining me. And remember, you can just call me Jay Nicole. Peace and blessings. Hey, 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 it's your girl, just call me Jay Nicole. And if you hear Echo, I'm sort of kind of hiding out, guys. (laughs) I needed just a moment to myself because I've been trying to get back into my zone of where I felt that I had content to be delivered for, I will say, nearly a full year, maybe a year and a half possibly two years, I have sort of been in a, like a runt. I have not been as productive as I would have liked to have been with my podcast. Even for my social media sites, I sort of shut down. And we're going to talk about that. So let's jump right in. During the pandemic, I picked up this podcast after talking to other people about the things that were on my heart and having some encouraging words um, spoken to me by another um, associate who was also doing podcast. And she showed me the ropes and gave me like so many tools to be used to be successful with both my social media platforms and with my podcast. Um, what ended up happening next was something that I consider a cycle. I am notorious for going full steam ahead with projects because I'm really, really amped about them. And I have people around me who are supporting me and want me to thrive. But once I start thriving and this is not for the individual who showed me a lot of the tools of the trades or anything but just in general my my very small circle so small that if I turn around too fast I will miss a couple of people um, sometimes they can fall back um, when I need them and I am typically the person in my circle to be considered the strong person. I am the person who people come to to vent to. I'm the person who people come to for advice. And even though I have not been um, a very, what I consider financially successful person, I've even been the person who has been leaned against for financial support. Um, But during these past two years, 
I have gone through some emotional, physical, and mental um, trauma. Um, and when I needed people to be all of those things that I just listed for you all, um, those people were nowhere to be found or limited in the re amount of resources that they were available as opposed to the amount of resources that I had given. And again, this is not a session for bashing anyone. It's just my personal experience. And I talk all the time on this, this platform and tell you guys, I give it to you raw. During my time of being raw, I was told that I hurt individuals because I was telling my truth, but it also happened to involve other people. So I've had to become mindful, and I use that word um, because it is something that you have to be mindful of when you are telling your truth, and it actually um, is an entanglement of other people. So during the two years where I've struggled to make sure that I had content to provide to listeners, I've actually struggled, been in a huge struggle, um, so much so that it did force me to come away from my podcast and also my social media platforms. I literally sort of ghosted everything, and that's not something that I wanted to do. But as I reflect on my life, I noticed that because I am a person who is non-confrontational, my fight or flight response is to ghost. When you are going through things yourself and you need to really comb through those things that you're going through, the appropriate response is by no means to ghost anything. That is what I call the band-aid method. When you decide like, okay, I'm just not going to address the problem or the issues or the subject or the person or the thing, you literally just put a band-aid on it and hope that that band-aid will seal off all of those things and that that sore that's just festering underneath that um, band-aid does not become so infected that it starts to ooze and weep outside of that bandage. And during my ghosting period, that's exactly what it did. Everything that I tried to put a Band-Aid on top of, it actually started to weep and ooze into other areas until it sort of just collided with one another, creating a stinking mess. Right now, I am on the men's. I'm on the men's of who Jay Nicole is, what she stands for, and know what my purpose is, know what my passion is, and also knowing that God has provided me with the tools, the resources, the person, the network, so forth and so on, so that I can continue to do the thing that I need to, regardless of if this podcast only has one listener or if it has a million listeners, I know that I am serving purpose for something specified by someone greater than me. To not to be cliche, but it is bigger than me. An example is I long for social interactions. I'm a loner. 
but I long for social interactions. And a lot of people who know me will say, Jenica, you're by no means a loner, but I very much am. I don't need a lot of people around me all the time. It's actually exhausting to entertain, but I have been taught and um, from a very early age that you entertain and I entertain well. I can entertain just about any age group, um, which some people will say, oh, that's a blessing, but it can be a very, very bad curse. So I've longed for social interaction, meaning that I actually have girlfriends who, when I'm ready to go out and be amongst people, I have those people who I can interact with. Um, when I need someone to um, talk to, bounce an idea off of, they can do that as well. And I can do that with them rather. And I've also have struggled with, am I relationship material? Ha, I bet you guys didn't see that coming. Yeah, that's a bit of sarcasm. During my two-year um, ghosting period, I've had to figure out just that. Am I relationship material? And it's funny because I've been with the exact same person for over 20 years and married, have two kids. We bought homes, we bought cars and so forth and so on. And so to ask that question is something that I had to literally get into the mirror and said, am I relationship material? Am I a romantic relationship person? Am I a good girlfriend material. And when I say good girlfriend, I don't mean just for dating. I mean for those social interactions. Am I good relationship material? And sometimes when you see some of the same cyclic issues happening in your life, you have to really sit in the mirror and say, okay, which one of these things are in common every time something goes awry or when you start to feel this kind of way? And I learned that I am the problem. And it's not that I'm a horrible person. It is, it goes right back to those social interactions. I typically find people who, and one of my good girlfriends told me this. She said, we bonded over trauma. And I don't want to just bond over trauma. I want a deeper relationship with those who I consider part of my circle. So I started to look at my romantic relationship. How did we bond? What brought us together? We even went to counseling and we talked about the notorious love languages. And what I found out is that I require all of the different areas that are listed. I need them all. And I was told um, by my romantic interest, AKA the hub bay, that I can't do all of those. It's not fair for you to have all of those areas of love languages. And our therapist never said, no, that's not, that's not correct. But she never said, okay, that is correct. What she said is, what are the top two that you want to focus on? And so I actually have been sitting in that when it comes down to not just my romantic relationships, but also my friendships, my um, even my partnership with my parents. Like, okay, there are things that, and I 
going to go into detail about that in a shortly. There are things that we want from people, but we don't articulate to people. And when they don't show up with those things, then we're pissed. Yep. Even with your parents. And you think about the relationship between mother and father and, and children. And you're saying, okay, well, your parents shouldn't have to give you anything in particular. They're parenting you. Um, If you are listening to this and you're like, no, that's not how it is, Jay. Well, thank you. You are now part of my party, okay? Even as a parent, and I'm a parent of an adult and a parent of a teenager, I've learned that there are love languages that even our children require. And so as an adult who is who has had, let me correct myself, um, the privilege to watch my parents age over a long period of time, I am starting to think more along the lines of what is it that my parents need from me? And not so much as, oh, they want me to be uh, successful and they want me to have a bunch of money. What love language do they require of me, their kid? Yeah, this thing goes deep. Very deep. Relationships are deep. When you think about it that way, you will start to see how your relationship with your parents will continue to flourish. And that as they get older, things will actually feel a little bit easier on you. Because there's nothing worse than being an adult um, and having parents who you feel like, you know, you know, they just don't understand me. Um, they just want and take from me because that's realistically not what a relationship is supposed to be. It is supposed to be a give and take. But you also have to give according to their love language, just as you're supposed to receive from your language, your love language. You give to their love language you receive from your love language. So both of you, both parties have to understand that. And so now that I am better understanding that, I've actually gotten one really good girlfriend. We don't have to talk every single day. We um, don't have to hang out on a regular basis. But if I need for us to meet up or she needs for us to meet up, we just are literally a text, a phone call, a ride away from each other. And we go, sometimes we don't even have to say anything. Sometimes it's just to grab a quick margarita and a couple of chips and saucer, or maybe even a shrimp taco from every, you know, every so often, or a text to just vent about something. And what made me think about love languages in a relationship when it is just a platonic kind of relationship is that she mentioned to me that she is so glad to have a friend who she can just be herself. Woo, y'all, did you hear that? Have you ever been in a relationship where you're like, well, I can't totally be myself. I can't say the things that I want to say. I can't act the way that I want to act. I can't wear the things that I want to wear. I can't go and move and do like I want to. <sighs> yeah, it can be a little strained. It can be a very daunting task to continue to wear that mask. And I ran into this issue recently um, over a TikTok. And I talk about this um, on my TikTok 
and um, it actually kept me from um, an invitation to be a part of a club, um, an elite club. And hindsight, I am, I will say that I am regretful of some of my actions, but I'm also like, well, I couldn't be myself. So is that a right, is that a right fit? I was very well prepared. I had the very best person to vouch for me and I cannot say thank you to her enough. I knew other people who were pulling for me to be a part of this this group, this club, because it would help me all the way around with the social aspect, with the fact that I am so very involved in nonprofit um, organizations. Um, to have a, a bigger network, that's always a good thing where you can actually be about around people who can help you level up as well as help them to level up. And yeah, I couldn't be who I wanted to be getting ready to go in. And I was told that the end result when it was discussed about membership and if membership should be extended was that I didn't look coachable. That thing weighed heavy on me and it still um, sort of is on the frontal lobe, if you will say, because I've always considered myself coachable. I have gotten to the point where I can accept criticism wholeheartedly and say, okay, th this is why it's always room for growth. People can perceive something and what can I do so that people don't perceive it like they did um, the next time? So the reason why it was weighing on me heavily is because of the love languages. What I've learned through going through um, marriage counseling with my spouse and, and also applying what I've learned to other areas of relationships, um, especially platonic ones, um, professional as well. Sometimes the relationships that we're building we don't necessarily have to um, fit the bill, so to speak. There are people who are breakthroughs um, for several different reasons because they just showed up as their authentic selves. But there are some times when you can put on a smiling face because <laughs> y'all already know when you start dating, you don't show up as who you are three years into the relationship on day one. You just don't. Well, at least I didn't. <laughs> I still recall my husband saying that he never saw me at any of the parties on campus. But I was like, I went to every single one of those parties. How could? How did he not see me? And that was because Danica was in the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> and he was on the outsides as a wallflower. It's all about perception. And that's where you have to learn to speak the other person's love language. So as I was pursuing this relationship with this organization, this club, um, I needed to speak their language. I could have shown up as myself physically, but when I opened my mouth, I needed to be able to speak their love language. And again, hindsight 2020. It's a rough kick in the butt, but now that I know, I can apply this language, 
excuse me, this lesson of love languages, of the love languages. Who would have thought love languages would be something that would be applicable to so many different areas of your life? So that brings me back to the hiatus of this podcast and how sporadic it's been and how I just have not been on my social media. Once you understand what you need to do to continue a relationship with someone else and they understand what they need you to do to continue the relationship with you, you're going to decide, one, should this relationship continue or two, this is the end, my friend. And no, this is not the end for me. This is truly a new beginning. And I hope that when you listen to this particular episode, that you hear it as a new branding opportunity for Jay Nicole, as an apology for Jay Nicole for stepping away from the podcast, from the platform, but also as a new chapter for you to look at your relationships a little bit different and understand that there are different languages that need to be spoken by both parties. And so until next time, go check out Love Languages. I think it's the five love languages. I'm not even sure if the artist or the creator, I I can't tell you right now, I'll list it and all of the details and information of this episode because it has been instrumental not just to my romantic relationship but my platonic and my business relationships and when you better understand the concept and aspect of the love languages it will take you so much further so until next time this is jay nicole and go do and be y'all be blessed Hey, 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 thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like you do, I so very much appreciate you being here to listen to nobody but me rant and rave about things that I only feel are important. Nonetheless, thank you again for everything that you do to help my podcast land into the ears of everyone around you. So if you like this episode or any of the episodes or even the entire podcast, make sure to recommend it to some other friends so they can tell a friend and they can tell a friend. And I so very much again appreciate you. God bless.